adopting the agile framework, thinking in terms of um, minimum viable templates. You're going to invest once the data shows that there is value in the direction and uh, that you need to put. So this is a skill set that is equally important on the product management side as well as product marketing side. You are listening to This is Product Marketing, brought to you by Product Marketing Hive, the product marketing community that gives back. I'm your host, Louise Liu. In this episode, Nishans Kadiala, Senior Product Manager at Walmart Connect, shares his thoughts on product management and product marketing. Let's dive into it right now. Thank you for joining us today, Nishans. Hey, Louise. Thank you for having me on this podcast. It's my pleasure. Great, great. So perhaps we can get started with a little bit of background introduction. Um, maybe you can share your career trajectory with our audience. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I come from India. I did, did software engineering for three years. So I moved to the U.S., pursued my MBA at UNC Chapel Hill, and then uh, took every opportunity to build my resume toward product marketing. And then uh, I did uh, B2B product marketing for three years, full-time. I've always been like a curious guy. So for me, okay, the adjacent spaces are like sales and product management. And given the fact that I was technical, I was like, uh, okay, really curious about, okay, what's the black box of product management holding for me? And uh, as part of that, I started exploring product management opportunities, landed uh, my first PM role at at and uh, during which I launched... Uh, uh, several products, one of them uh, AT&T TV. And after that, uh, my next opportunity, which is Walmart offsite advertising. Uh, and that's where I am right now. I'm a senior PM at Walmart Connect today, and I handle the uh, offsite uh, display advertising for them. So um, you have been in both roles, the product marketing and product management. In your own words, what is product management and product marketing to you? Sure. Um, at the very crux of it, it's essentially building products versus taking that product to the right customer through the right channels. I mean, that's like oversimplification, but uh, a typical product manager will be thinking in terms of, okay, what are our business goals? Who are our customers? Who are our uh, prospective customers? What are the pain points? How are they solving it today? How can I make a difference to this world? Right. And then uh, they have a strategy, they create a roadmap, and then they start rallying teams towards that particular vision. And along the way, they'll have to work with a bunch of uh, cross-functional teams and the primary stakeholders in this case, or primary supporters would be uh, the execution teams, right? In some, in our technology product, it's usually the dev teams, but in other cases uh, where you're launching much more physical products. It could be operation team, it could be retail uh, stores, it could be a bunch of supporters along the way, right? So that's product management, figuring out what needs to be built and how can I add value to the customer and how can I differentiate uh, myself in a crowded market. And depending on the size of the organization, um, this function can either be owned by a single person or it can be uh, um, divided between, okay, the product vision will be the director. Uh, and then each of the pillars will be uh, with different product leaders. And then underneath it, they'll have uh, senior product managers and stuff like that. And moving on to the product marketing side, this is where you're wondering, okay, I have a product, 
but how do I take it to the right customer, to the right channel, in the right format, right? So that involves a lot of customer journey mapping, understanding who your customers are, uh, figuring, uh, uh, creating the personas, creating the messaging, uh, working very closely with the product managers and figuring out, okay, what is it that you your product brings to the market, to the customer, and why would someone move from product A to product B? So depending on the cycle and depending on the number of competitors in the market, the product marketing function will take different forms and shape. The usual example that I give uh, to people who are starting the careers in the product side is like, imagine a restaurant, right? In a restaurant, there's a uh, main chef who is working with two chefs and butlers and other people to create new products. So new items, new dishes in the uh, restaurant. So his job is to understand, okay, what am I good at? What is my team good at? What is the general uh, uh, palette in this particular region? And what can I do uniquely relative to other restaurants in the area, right? He's thinking very specific to the product, what to create, how do I create, and how do I uh, make my customers love the dish, right? So that's very similar to product management. He's going to have his team, he's going to build products that customers love. And on the flip side, product marketers are like the restaurant managers. They're the ones helping get the word out there. They're probably doing uh, social media advertising. They're probably doing print media. There's tons of ways to get to the customer. And once they come to your restaurant, uh, they're also the ones who are creating the menus. They're helping customers choose the right items, right? So uh, at a broad level, like uh, if we were to go back to the initial definition uh, on one end, product managers are creating the right products, but more importantly, on the product marketing side, the marketers are connecting with the managers and understanding who those users are, how do they search for uh, their problems, where are they typically shopping, and get to the place where these customers are and have a conversation with them and bring them down the funnel all the way from awareness to consideration to buying the product and retaining them in the long term. So again, this is a job that both product managers and product marketers need to work together to uh, excel. Yes, yes. I really like your example to explain the differences between the two roles. But yeah. how about the similarities between the two roles? I feel like a lot of people are talking about why they're different, but there's actually a lot of um, overlaps in the two roles. And then uh, what do you think from your experiences, like what are the similarities? That's a great question. Like, I mean, when I was starting my product journey, this is one of the first things I was trying to understand. Like having been through both these roles over the last 10 years, I can tell that there's like a ton of overlap. And that's the reason I actually call them like the yin and yang of the product, right? So they are both equally important for the success of a product. In order for us to win a customer, it is equally important to understand the pain points and build the right product as it is to bring that product to the customer at the right time. And the skill sets, surprisingly, are very similar. Like the first and foremost is OCD. Uh, I, I, when I say OCD, it's a good kind of OCD. Product leaders need to be obsessively customer-driven, OCD. And what I mean with that is uh, to be able to put yourself in the shoes of a power user a, and uh, the decision makers and look at your product and say, okay, this is how I would look at this product 
and search for this product and talk about this product. So this is a skill set that is equally important on the product management side as well as product marketing side, because only when you truly understand the customer, the consumer, and the players alongside, are you able to have a narrative that appeals to everyone in the organization. Like there are users, absolutely. Like uh, the first time I was uh, marketing a technology product, uh, I would write tutorials so that the developers are able to see the value of the product. But end of the day, they're not the decision makers. There's like someone above them in the product management space or in the VP of engineering space. And they are thinking in terms of, okay, what's the ROI I'm able to drive using this product, right? So this kind of an understanding is critical even on the product management side now that I'm building the products. I have to understand all the players, how they view and what's their existing solution. How are they solving it today? And it is very important for them to build a solution that is like frictionless. Uh, like managing the change is extremely critical uh, for a uh, product manager. So that's number one, like being obsessively customer driven, uh, having OCD. And number two, uh, I would say having a data compass. Uh, by data compass, it's like a very simple idea. You have to be data driven. So once a PM or a PMM sets a vision for their product or a target for their uh, product launch, they need to be constantly calibrating how they're performing. Even before uh, the motions kick in, they have to uh, figure out, okay, what are the KPIs at the various stages? And if they are headed in the right direction, monitor them. And if something is missing, you pivot and make sure that you're investing additional time to either troubleshoot it or double down on it, right? So there's always a ton of information out there. You could be looking at the website data. You could be looking at the CRM data. You could be looking at the pipeline or uh, what the presses are talking about our particular product, right? So there's uh, social media. There's information everywhere. It's about understanding what data to look at, agreeing on at the beginning, what are the KPIs while building a product, while adopting a product, while launching a product. So all of them are equally important. So that's where the second one is data-driven. Um, I would also put third one and a very important one is like adopting the agile framework, thinking in terms of um, minimum viable templates. So it's always thinking in terms of how do I go from point A to point B without making a direct jump there. I want to create many milestones in between so that I am making sure, okay, this is a direction I want to pursue in. So similarly on the product marketing side, I came up with this minimum viable marketing framework. And what that means is, okay, think of a product launch or like a new uh, positioning for your product. You want to Okay, let's say all these days you've been focusing on uh, performance, for example, and tomorrow you want to pivot and say, oh, performance is interesting, but also uh, the fact that it is frictionless is also an important uh, aspect or like secure is an important aspect for CIOs. So that's a hypothesis. So I could go ahead and at this point work with a forester or a gardener and create like a white paper, but that's going to cost me a ton. Versus what I could do is I could... Uh, probably get a jump on a sales call and uh, check what the customer is talking about and understand if they really value this. I could run a mini survey. I could actually write a blog or I could run Google AdWords and then gradually get to the uh, upper side of the curve and get to uh, focus groups, eventually to conferences, webinars, case studies, product enhancements, right? So all of these are investments that you have to 
constantly monitor. So is this the direction that we want to head in? So the data compass and uh, MVM framework or the MVP framework, there is a certain bit of overlap. You're going to invest once the data shows that there is value in the direction and uh, that you need to put. So those are the common uh, skills, like one, customer obsession, two, data, three, thinking in terms of uh, minimum uh, effort to learn the most about a given direction. I see. Yeah. Thank you for the advice. And these are really good. Your experience, product marketing and product management, both roles, it's actually not that common. So um, do you believe that most people would be a better fit for one or the other? It's actually a really interesting question. So I would look at it from a couple of dimensions. Uh, X and Y graph, right? X and Y axis. And in there... One of them is like the skills needed to succeed in a role. And the other one is like the happiness that you get out of a role. Like how much are you able to enjoy the role? Completely different dimensions. People should always think about their role in terms of am I good at it? Uh, because if you're not good at it, eventually you'll like tie yourself out. You'll uh, have like existential crisis probably. And just be mad at yourself for being not able to deliver. And in the other scenario, you might be like a great coder. Like, I mean, I used to be a uh, decent uh, software developer back in the day, but I was not having fun. It was not able to drive the completeness that I was looking for from my career, right? So that's why I had to pivot to product marketing. So when people are talking about, okay, will they be a good fit for product management and product marketing? It depends. Like first and foremost is uh, skills. Right. Uh, when we talk of product management, uh, there's like a heavy focus on technology these days. So it is important that you are you're able to have a conversation with the developers. Uh, you're able to understand architecture a little bit and you're able to empathize with the consumers. Right. So here it's all about taking the information in the market in the customers and building a product that is internal and you get the satisfaction out of uh, the fact that you're able to add value to your customers the fact that you're able to move the bottom line for your company, right? So it's a little bit different. And on the product marketing front, like especially if you're a B2B tech company, you will still want to understand technology, but not to the same level as a product manager. Because in product management, you're building the products. You have to double click into the overall life cycle much more deeply. Now on product marketing, again, ideally product marketers, like if I were going to go back into product marketing today, I would do the same, but it's all right to just understand, okay, what's the high level benefit, who the customer is, what's their language and be able to connect with them. So technology is not a, such a big hurdle in that case. It's about being able to communicate, being able to represent the company uh, across a wide variety of media. Like back in the day, I had to write a ton of blogs. I had to participate in webinars. I had to speak with analysts. I had to actually travel around the globe and represent our company uh, in keynotes, right? So these are a different kind of skill set. This is more about um, external communication. Even in product management, you're communicating, but it's primarily internal and occasionally external. But with product marketing, it's primarily external and occasionally internal when you're like enabling the sales or like connecting with uh, the ops team or like the resellers and stuff like that. Right. So, like I said, uh, the first uh, parameter is uh, which skills do, does your experience uh, align with or which skills do you want to eventually grow into? What do you enjoy? And based on that, you can uh, pick one or the other. Which one do you enjoy most? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, no, I love product marketing. Uh, that part, I 
cannot live without so if at some point i'm having to pick and i get to pick uh, i'll probably pick product marketing but if i have the choice it'll be both i enjoy both of them i want to build products that are able to sell themselves that are being built with the uh, understanding of the marketing journey so every time i'm thinking of a product it sure i mean it's the same problem made the way like product managers need to understand the product marketing world so that they're building products and thinking through the all the various steps that product marketing will need help with and they can guide them with and product marketers on the other hand they should be able to empathize with okay this is what product management is i enjoy outward communication but i should be able to help them with their roadmap i should be able to help them uh manage their uh, timeline like if something is slipping i should be able to empathize and say okay this is why it's slipping so let me control that communication accordingly kind of thing did that answer your question yes yes okay. i like your answer so um you know product managers and product marketing managers often work closely together so as a product manager now looking back at your product marketing roles what have you found as um blind spots as you know product marketing manager before <laughs> what blind spots <laughs> 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 no i'm not just kidding like uh, i definitely feel like i mean there's like a ton of things i can do different and that was the whole point of moving on to the product management side to be able to figure out okay what do we mean by building product takes a month i, I never really understood what a sprint was uh, or like why would something slip like very often in the product management world there are commitments and then there are delays i'm sure a lot of us experience that and uh, when i was a product marketer i was a lot more empathetic to the sales side and i was not able to understand okay how can we not have visibility into what we are building and why would it slip by month or two right like a couple of days i would understand like at if you're like an individual contributor you're able to control that much more effectively versus with as a product manager you are coordinating with a bunch of different teams and a ton of them are always like moving pieces and you're like saying okay this is probably where it would be in one and a half month so i will take the uh, base case scenario and plan accordingly but then the base case scenario there will be complications and eventually you miss out on it so if i were a product marketer today and uh, a product manager is missing his deadlines i will understand where the slip up has occurred but at the same time uh, again like manage those messages internally and externally accordingly like depending on how complex the initiative is i will control the messages accordingly because if it's a tier 1 or tier 2 release the likelihood of uh, uh, it slipping or it become complicated it becoming larger the scope right that is higher so then i will take a different approach towards messaging and how much will i start pushing at what time uh, time frame before the launch versus if it's a tier 3 or tier 4 launch the uncertainty is like much smaller right in that case uh, i can uh, be like more a lot more confident and less uh, worried about missing the timeline so that's one and yeah number two like i mean i know product managers are considered the ceo of the product and that they need to know everything about the product everything about the market so they are considered the gurus but uh 
again, like empathy towards their role is super critical because the product involves a ton of different facets, a ton of different users, markets, and a competition might mean like 100 different things depending on the context of the product, right? So they might not have all the information. So as a PMM, I would partner with them to identify their blind spots because they're supposed to be doing stuff, but at the same time, it's a single person trying to scale across all the dimensions of the product, um, barring product marketing, of course. So uh, uh, I, it's my job to understand, okay, where can I help the product manager uh, become more knowledgeable, right? So it's like working with them much more closely. Like back in the day, I would assume that uh, they understood the market and when I pose them a question, they will have the answer or the best answer. But now it's more about going back to them and understanding, okay, if they know the answer. Uh, so the first question cannot be, okay, what should I do in this particular scenario? What is the best answer against this competitor? Versus it could be like, okay, do we have enough information to go against this competitor? Do we Can we create a battle card with the information we have? If we don't, then let me go ahead and create like a internal, uh, tutorial rumble so that there's enough uh, research that the dev team can do so that you are becoming equipped. The dev team is understanding what needs to be done and the PMM has what it needs to address this particular problem, right? So again, like it's embracing the world, understanding the world and acknowledging the fact that a single person cannot scale. Like PMs should be uh, acknowledging that PMMs cannot scale and PMMs should be acknowledging that PMs cannot scale. Like uh, those are the only two groups of people that are very similar, even in terms of the way they're treated. Like uh, I always uh, call them like the product leaders of an organization as like uh, it's like being photographers. Like imagine you taking pictures of people; they are super happy and proud of themselves when the picture is right. Like they are going to celebrate it. Versus uh, they'll think, okay, I posed well. Oh, the sun was at the right. Uh, angle like uh, I chose the right time to do it right but when the picture is bad it's almost like I mean me taking a picture for my for my wife every single time if it's a good picture it's because of her if it's a bad picture it's because of me <laughs> so product managers and product marketers are similar so when the success is there it's usually because the sales did a terrific job of selling or the dev team did a terrific job of building but when it's a failure, it's usually because the product team did not uh, make the right calls and what to build and how to market it and how to push it, right? So uh, that's why I feel like they both need to work pretty closely with each other and have each other's back and make sure that the product is heading in the right direction. Yeah, that that was really a good um, suggestion for how to have a better collaboration between the two roles. The empathy is very important. <laughs> That's great. Thank you for sharing. Um, so we're getting to the end of our time here. Um, do you have any final thoughts on the topic to share with our fellow product marketers and product managers? I, I don't uh, think in terms of what can I share with the world and inspire and everything, but uh, I strongly advocate for product leaders uh, like I was uh, talking about earlier, like it's not product management as a separate uh, function and product marketing as a separate function. So modern product leaders, they need to be good with both of them. If you're a product manager, uh, you need to understand how your product is 
going to be taken to the market and what kind of assets will you need uh, to create along the way. So that's where the product-led growth initiative has uh, started rising. So your product itself can do a ton of things that the product marketing function, the sales function and everything else is, uh, the business in general is doing. So you can uh, think of how can you leverage your product to sell itself, to market itself, to drive them through the funnel. And similarly, on the product marketing side, it is important to understand how your product is getting built. So usually uh, we follow the web journey route and the customer journey route. And at a high level, we understand individual pain points and that's sufficient, but it doesn't hurt to double click into the pain points like the product managers do. Usually we rely on the product managers to uh, create that matrix of here are the pain points and here is what our product does and here is what competition does and here is what we are planning to do. So everything is done, being done by product management and that's wonderful. Uh, but at the same time, like uh, as a modern product marketer and product leader, you would want to influence that heavily. You would want to partner with the product manager uh, wherever possible to give him ideas about how we could leverage product to capture the kind of data that we need to make the decisions uh, along the way. Like for example, like when I was uh, at Progress Data Direct, I would always look for, okay, people are downloading a product, but I don't know if they're installing. It's not a SaaS product, right? So I there was this huge uh, gap in terms of, I know where people are coming to my website from and whether or not they're downloading the product. And eventually I don't know, it's like a limbo. I don't know if they're installing it. And only information that comes back eventually is like when an opportunity gets created, when they're buying the product, right? In between, why are they failing? Uh, were they able to successfully install and then saying, I don't like this product? Or were they able to not, uh, not install it and hence gave up, right? So that's like a very critical piece of information. So this is where you work with the product manager and have him instrument the product in such a way that uh, you're getting these analytics back and you're able to track this information. So again, like empathizing with the product manager world and like a product manager is able to have a better relationship with the engineer because he understands their language, a product marketer uh, can build a better relationship with the product manager if he understands the product manager's language better. So thinking in terms of the product managers had similarly, uh, like it's a back and forth and they work together and eventually hopefully like they merge and become like a single organization and make sure that complete products are being built that are, it's like a factory. You're building the right things and you're selling it through the right channels and you're saying the right things at every yeah. point. This is awesome. <laughs> this is great. Thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was my pleasure. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, eventually if people are listening to this podcast and they like something, they did not like something, I would love to hear that because I have always been thinking in terms of philosophies and also uh, general directions, right? So this is what I believe in, but if they're like counter thoughts or something that you love about it, I would love to know that and then I can bring <laughs> Sounds like a product manager. <laughs> <laughs> Or a product marketer. Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to This is Product Marketing, brought to you by Product Marketing Hive, a product marketing community that gives back. Check out our website, productmarketinghive.com, to join our community, meet fellow product marketers, and access free resources, including training, playbooks, templates, and events. 
If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and give a five-star rating on the platform of your choice. See you next time.